All right, Chris. You you get, you how get did Briar um, get all the way out there? Yep. All right. You got a Jaeger the fairy again. I don't know. I don't have control over, yeah. so I, I think uh, Azrael might be better off. So I can I can roll for her. I don't know if I can control her like token. I didn't have control over anything. Oh, I think I have control over her token. I just logged into Foundry on another tab under her name. So you could do that. That big brain on bread right there. Uh, but I just went ahead and gave everyone permission to use her token because I don't so know how I'm on a different it. map. So can someone tell me where she is? Like, where did we choose that she was? I think she's up by the pool. I did not recall her entering the, the chamber. She no, she oh, yeah. turned invisible. Yeah. So so that that oh, was my that's question. Right, that's right. Because she, I turned her invisible, which I'm still concentrating on. Um, and then I was just curious, you know, did she just stand there? Did she move towards the door? Did she follow me into the other door? I feel like Briar would have, like, been close enough to mollywop someone. Like, I feel like Emily would have had her close enough to mollywop someone when anything happened, so I don't think she'd be that well, far back. Well, she had to stay away from them because you're invisible but not silent, so... She like, I imagine she would have been... The on the like on the other side of the room, like closer to the door, because they had gone to the other door, or the other entrance where the ogre was. So I would imagine she would have gone the other way, like right, towards so, where I went. Yeah, I think that's good where she's at right now. Uh, that makes sense. Last session, you guys had uh, traveled deeper underground, following the ogre's trail, and eventually arrived at the ogre's door. Uh, you managed through some. Clever uh, manipulation of the door, Dimitari teleporting through it. Uh, you guys were able to open it, but unfortunately, you ran into a pair of cave fishers who were hungry and decided to attack. Uh, you killed them pretty easily before continuing on. Uh, actually, you guys did find an Aldaran relic there, and Casimir convinced you guys or requested that you continue deeper as there might be better stuff. Uh, eventually, you arrived where the Mind Flayer had set up his lair. This was a large access room, 70 feet long, 40 feet wide, 25 feet tall, with a 20 foot wide pool of water running the length of the middle. Uh, there were a group of goblins, as well as an ogre guarding the door. Uh, Azriel, uh, Briar and Javid uh, snuck past the ogre and interacted with the goblins, uh, at which point you turned Briar invisible and began tricking the goblins with Javid and uh, moving back towards the door and Asriel continuing through forward deeper into the lair. Uh, you passed a small room 
that had an opening that you could see descended deeper into the Underdark. It appeared to be where the goblins were traveling down ropes uh, into the abyss beneath. But you passed that and went through the door. I cut down the ropes. You did cut it's down the ropes. I, yeah. Uh, you went past that and began opening the door. What? You cut down or pop? I thought you just pulled them up. Oh, I might have yeah, pulled them you, up. I think you pulled them up. Yeah. They are no longer user usable for the goblins, though. Correct. Exactly. From below. Yes. From off the road. And uh, they, they were loading up boxes. They were taking stuff uh, out of boxes, putting it in sacks, and then climbing down the ropes. And the, the boxes are in this room? Yes. And sort of imagine this room as having over uh, clutter and nooks and things. Yeah, well, I ran out of time making the map, so this is what you get. Maybe if you hadn't spent so much time shoveling. Which point, so um, Azrael, you did open the door and see a portion of the room that you believe you saw the shadow of a hooded figure. Uh, at which, at the same time, Javid attempted to distract uh, the ogre and goblins that were guarding the door. Uh, and instead, you just sort of shot the ogre in the chest, and the goblins realized where you were. And what's the lighting in here? Uh, it is bright light for about half the room and then dim light to the end. The um, bright light on the end closest to the um, path to the Underdark, or brightest next to where all the goblins and ogre uh, are. Brightest deeper into the Mind Flayer's lair. Which don't know is a Mind Flayer. What? Right? No, they told you it was a Mind Flayer, I'm pretty sure. Get all of you to roll for initiative. Make sure you click your tokens. Because if you don't click your tokens, then uh, it didn't happen. So I can't see Briar's token, so I can't click on it to roll for her.
Alright, Javid, you shot the oak. Ezreal, you have just slammed the door shut. You can hear these. Uh, if, if the my shooting the ogre was the first section of a combat, I want to take my um, features. Okay. I thought, I thought that was a, that actually. Uh, yeah, wouldn't that trigger combat? And then like the goblins were like, "Oh my god!" And then you don't get like free actions at the start of combat. Uh... Well, I'm saying that was before combat. That triggered combat. So then. No, that's not. No. It, that would allow you guys to to like spoof, you know, multiple things in combat. He shot. He started combat. That's his action. He was at the top. Okay. Yeah. Um... And I actually wasn't intending to um, attack. I was trying to fire it off down and uh, rouse the others with a with a distraction thing. And it only hit him because I rolled a crap. You biffed it. But if that was the first round, then I want to do my, my actions in combat thing. I mean, you would immediately know that they know where you are, um, whether or not you're invisible. They know that you're there and you shot the ogre. So if you want to like, take your second, like the force attack or whatever it is. Yeah. All right, I will. Um... Do my ambush stuff. And firing at the ogre again. Dread Ambusher attack. Then I will um, take my movement to get away from these guys. Except I can't move my token because the game's. Don't go into the light. Alright. Yep. So you like launch the second bolt, this time actually aiming for the ogre and just like sink it into the like meat of his chest. And it lets out a groan and like he's drawing up his And I can have a, a, a free action to make my um, signal to the others to uh, to attack. 
Sure. Or, just sorry, just a, a question. Uh, was um, Demetari still looking through Wanda's eyes? Like, does she see? You, they know that you guys are in combat. Okay. They know you guys bit it. And they're pretty much like. Did they see my my embarrassing biff? Of... Well, it wasn't really embarrassing. You just sort of shot the ogre twice. So no one could say what you were aiming at, but you, you know. <laughs> it was a good shot to everyone else. You know, you just sunk two right in his chest. Maybe ill-advised, but you know, you got it. To be fair, we've traveled with Javid. We know that sometimes he makes ill-advised decisions. All right, Azrael, it's your turn. So, do I? I hear what's going on, on the other side of the door, right? So I can yeah. tell that something happened, and there's combat going on, right? Correct. All right, so I'll I'll quickly um, move into. I can't seem to go through the door. It was closed. <laughs> well, I'll open it <laughs> and move to the door. Um, I don't see any enemies. Well, I'll keep moving. Oh, okay. Um, they all look really far away, so I'm just gonna. I'm gonna cast. Is that tough? I'm gonna cast Toll the Dead on. Um, I can't reach the ogre, so the goblin that's closest to me. So this one right here. Oh, could I have dropped my goblin? Like disguise before I came into the room. Uh, I don't disguise self concentration. No, it is not. So it just lasts an hour. I can't drop it. Just lasts an hour. Uh, you have to use an action to dismiss it. Okay, then I'll just stay as a goblin for now. Um, so then, um, let's see. I'm gonna. Can I kind of like crouch down? Like, are th how tall are the rocks in front of me? In front of the pool? Not tall. Ankle high. Okay. Um, well, I'll just I'll just stay where I am right now. That's the end of my turn. The goblin kind of grasps his head. Ah, that other goblin uh, did something. Get him! And they are going to...
All right, you notice that they all assume defensive stances as they move across the room. All right, Snow, it's your turn. You guys are all right. You guys are roughly, you know, that distance from the ogre. I would, uh, pretty much like as combat was starting, uh, Dimitari gave you guys the heads up, so you guys would have been getting closer and gotten about that part of the rear of the ogre. And looking into the room, it's just like ogre back. You know, and there's like light around the edge of him as he's like basically filling the entire door passage. Sweet. Uh, then uh, I'm gonna use the aim and shoot an arrow at him. Would be a nat twenty. That's it. Where we land? Are we doubling? Or are we rolling twice? Roll twice. Rolling twice. That would be 26 damage. What's that? What's that first 2d6 from? Uh, I clicked on it to roll and it did that. So, I don't know if it... So when I first, clicked on it, it oh, said that's... crit damage. How much sneak attack do you do? Is it 1d6? Yep. Hold on a second. Should be 2d6. Okay, so... Got it, so that... It would have been... 2d6 plus 5 for the actual short bow damage, which is 13. Should have been an additional forty-six. So it'll be twenty-five down. The ogre is not looking good. The arrow just like plunges all the way up to its fletching in his like lower back, and you can see like blood begins to flow from the wound. Into my turn. Alright, it's Briar's turn. She's invisible. Kind of in the middle of the room. So... You think she'd run an attack? Yeah. I don't think she would rage, though. Why would she rage? I don't think she would. I don't think she would either. I think she'd just attack. Alright. And I'm pretty sure she only has one... One. <laughs> yeah, so. well, I, I cannot move her, but I can roll for her attack. Who's she attacking? Um, wouldn't it be the goblin along the wall? Is 
Do you might want to stay along the wall, though. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, along the wall, over, in front of the other guy. Yeah, there. She did not. <laughs> uh, she does have disadvantage on the attack. I mean, she rolled. A one? Oh. That's the damage roll. 22. Yeah, I see 22 to hit. Okay. 22 and 27. Okay. Is she striking with one or two hands? Two hands. Got it. She... She... Moves towards the Wait, goblin. why does she have disadvantage? They are all dodging. Oh, they're dodging, sorry. I thought she was invisible. Then I guess it would be a straight roll. She rolled a 22. Uh, alright. She, like, appears in front of the goblin and, like, cleaves almost all the way like into his chest he like takes a, a staggered like gasping breath as he like kind of like clutches himself just like barely continuing to hold on to his little scimitar and the other guy was like there's the other one all right can she bonus action attack with her like hand axe well she, she is two-handed Okay. Is that the end of her turn? Yep. Sorry. It's your turn. You're looking at the uh, rump of a ogre. I don't think I'm looking at anything. It's very dark where I am. It sure is. Um, Didn't you have a torch? I thought I handed you a torch. Did you hand that back to me? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can see. <laughs> Probably don't want to see it, but here it is. Um, the slightly too short loincloth. Okay, um, where I am, I am going to cast Toll the Dead on the ogre. the save. He already had damage, right? Yep. So it's a detail. He does not look good. Um, that's it for me. Alright, I'll ask you. Running up behind him with my long sword. sword into the back of the ogre and he just kind of like lets out this last like kind of like roar that fades into a gasp and then he collapses
that he knew. How much bigger is he than Onox? Got a couple feet on him and a couple hundred pounds, probably. Because I just... I don't know, I think it'd be cool if this guy just fell on him when he died. No, he, like, he like falls cool. forward into the room. And like, uh, a couple of the goblins look back and they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's all I got. I'm just gonna pull my longsword out and just point it at the group of goblins. Now it's your turn. Alright. I'm gonna shout Brothers! They're attacking from the end of the road. Don't let them catch you from behind. Alright. And I shoot one. Uh, not invisible, by the way. One... Yeah. No, no. I look like a goblin. I just... You had uh, an invisibility state on your token for some reason. Oh. That was fun. Yeah, I don't know where that was. Um, I meant to do the, um, uh, I'll call it next time, uh, the, um, one close to Okay, you do have disadvantage on the attack roll. Well, that's right, you're done. Um, all right, I want to I want to use the uh, sharpshooter. Okay. Minus five to attack, plus five damage, uh, ten damage. Got it. That. So that's a nineteen to hit with uh, fifteen damage. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but 15 does still hit. The goblin perishes. And there are no... Um... The, the boxes aren't something that, that one could take cover behind? No, they're pretty small. They're more like... Uh, yeah. Not big packing crates. That... No. You know, they're goblin size that you know Heck. one goblin can carry easily. Alright. That's it for me, then. Azrael, it's your turn. I was distracted with the meme uh, that was posted. Okay, so I'm going to move 
I haven't gotten to use this yet, so I'm a little excited. So I'm going to use, um, key, is that key release? Yeah. Key release, yeah. So it's going to, I'll show you. So she kind of like, you can see, like, she just kind of has all these like emotions and this darkness just kind of like eruption. You can just see this kind of like, it, it looks like kind of almost radiant, but like kind of a dark radiant that just kind of erupts out of her, hitting all three that are in front of her. And so it's a Constitution DC 14. Two damage. <laughs> I didn't roll well. <laughs> My dice do not like me today. What? One of the <laughs> The one that had previously been slashed is just like almost like charred by this, this radiant energy and he collapses in a heap. One of the other goblins also is affected. Uh, the third, however, does not seem to notice. He just kind of like ducks out of the way and like shields it with his arm. Um, and then I'm going to do an unarmed strike. So the one that was affected but not... Um, the one that was affected but still alive. I'm just going to like headbutt him in the head. As a bonus action. He also perished. And that's my turn. You just like crack him in the head and he just drops like a rock. <laughs> like pull extra. Alright. The remaining goblins are gonna say, Oh my god, everyone's dead! We gotta get out of here! past Javid. The other one is going to disengage. So does he get an opportunity attack, Javid? Nope. I mean, do you have a melee weapon that you're wielding? Nope. You trip him with his bow. Yeah. What'd you say? Do you, do you want? Well, I mean, he, A, he could just punch him or headbutt him or something. I mean, just an unarmed strike. If he wants, you don't have to. He's running past him and clothesline him. 
Uh, he did not move within your reach, I believe. Okay. Also, they're both just going to disengage as bonus actions. So I thought I took the ropes, right? Do we establish that? Yes. Okay. Running away. Snow, it's your turn. Alright, I'm gonna run up. So is this the goblin? The goblin that went through the hallway, that's the one that was in front of Azrael before? No. Uh, the other one had to run the long way around the water. Ah, uh, alright. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot an arrow at the closest one to me. Oh, I'm going to use Insightful Fighting on him. Not very Insightful today. Yeah, he's hard to read, you know. He's running away, but who knows what he's up to. Sorry, little goblins. That does not hit. As he's, like, actively sprinting, you just, like, shoot right over his shoulder into the rock. Alright, that's it. By that, this I mean, it was my turn. Actually, no, go ahead. No, no, I was right. just saying. Yeah. fly right across the room. Oh, you're right. Yeah, because she can fly. So she's going to just fly right across and then, like, just take her battle axe with both hands and try to chop his head off. That does hit. It's still standing though, just barely. She like right in front of him and just like whack. And he kind of like stumbles for a second. And he's uh, trying to figure out how to get around. Alright, dim targets are. Alright, I can still. I mean, you said those rocks were only ankle high. Told the dead on the goblin. And he collapses. Oh, 
And we're moving towards the door. That's a uh, movement and action. All right. As this happens, you all suddenly feel ever so slightly the room shakes, ripples form in the water, and then it fades. And it seems to be coming from the direction of the Mind Flayer's lair. The goblin who ran past you is peering over the edge into the hole. All right, I'll uh, step up to the door and uh, shoot him. Again, using sharpshooter. And he used a dash, so he's not uh, dodging longer, right? Correct. Well, he, his action was uh, to, yeah, to dash. And his bonus was right. disengage. So that's a miss. It like <laughs> sails over his shoulder. He's like, oh, shit. All right, whatever. And I'm going to continue my movement and try to put down the hole. Do you want to talk to him? Nah. Azrael, it's your turn. Alright, um, so I'm gonna move up to the door, and then I want to talk to him, so I'm gonna use a key point to do Step of the Wind, and I'm gonna... Oops. Move, oops, right here, and then I'm just gonna I'm gonna try to put my manacles on him. Which let me actually remember how those work, just so I can grab me. Like, look, look, I just need information. I'm trying to grapple him. Yeah, well, I'm gonna try to put my manacles on him. I wanted to grab those so I can actually remember myself how they work. So I think it's a. It would be a strength check, right? Just a grapple check? Uh, it's athletic. Athletics, okay. And then I'm gonna, can I use guidance on myself or is that? No, I can't. I'm just gonna do guide, um, athletic. Well, you grabbed him. All right, You're so I grab him and I, oh, sorry, go ahead. So you're grappling him. Yep. It's like, I just need information about the mind flare. No, it's right through there. Ask him yourself. He's going to try to get out of your grab. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's that's my turn because that was a bonus action movement and action. So. All right. Well, go ahead and give me an athletic. 
He wrenches himself free and leaps into the hole. Ah! Did he just commit suicide? You are gonna kill me anyway. With his hands tied behind his back so she no longer has her manacles. No, you didn't do that. That sucks. You would have had to put the manacles on him. Yeah, he was saying that because the manacles, it wouldn't have been a strength check for me. It would have been a dexterity check for him. So Liam was saying that I wasn't able to put my manacles on yeah. him, that I was just holding him and I was in the process. You were, like, of trying you were to about him. to try to manacle him and he just like yeah. twists his hands and goes, nope, over the edge. All right. We're out of come. I thought there was one more. Nope. No, um, Demitari killed him. I didn't even roll for that. He must have one hit point. So I'm right next to Javier and be like, the mind player is in there. Let's uh, not go there. Let's not, and let's get the flip out of here. Um. And I'm going to move, move back to the door and say, we're not the goblins. We look like goblins, but we're not. I mean, they know we're not goblins. They saw us. They, they literally they, saw us leave in our current getup. I, I don't trust them not to recognize that, uh, you know, goblin, one goblin, you've seen them all. Well, um, I'll take an action at some point and switch to my non-goblin form. I shoot an arrow at this goblin. <laughs> Alright. Kazimir kind of pokes his head into the room following the room. And like walks over to the uh, area that's the brass glass section of the room. And he just kind of starts like Touching the wall and like feeling it and like kind of prodding it. Don't say anything stupid. The uh, leading into the mind flares. Uh, does that open toward us or in toward the mind flare? It opens in towards the mind flare to the right. And do we see any? Any way that the uh, uh, handles on the door could be tied, or uh, it's, is it a double door, single door? Trying to figure out if we can block the block door and keep it from being opened. Um, so go kill him. again. You see little flecks of dust fall from the ceiling. Does this seem like a natural rumbling, or is this... <laughs> I'm gonna guess no for your face. <laughs> can, can I tell what's causing the rumbling? Um, it's pretty obvious it's coming from on the other side of the door, whatever it is. All right, are we, are we killing him or are we leaving? Which one are we doing? Casimir needs to... Actually, let me walk up to Casimir. How long is this going to take? What do you mean? There's There must be something on the other side of that door. And he's like, he's kind of moved around the room and investigated everything. And he's now in the hall with you guys adjacent to the door into the room with the mind flare. And he's kind of pointing at it. And there must be something interesting on the other side that's that might be the answer. 
Do we get extra for killing a mind flare? There's a certain hazard pay. I'm not. I don't deal with that. I'm sure if you killed one, you could negotiate a bounty or something. I feel like Casimir has a death wish. Perhaps uh, not as uh, sufficient wish. The uh, mind flare. I don't know what they do. Probably bad yes. things. And no one here knows any weaknesses, as I ask around the group. Probably steal. Uh, anyone wants to make a nature check? Who's known the most about them so far? It's either Javid or Azriel. Uh, I think it was. I know a lot. Javid, who knew. Tell us what you know. I will as soon as as soon as I I think of it. Dang Snow, you've been hiding out on some information. Um, not you would know that they are physically weak, but that they are um, magically potent to some degree. That would that would probably be the the best thing that you would be able to know about them. So if we're gonna kill it, we need a targeted attack quickly and effectively before it gets a chance to do anything. So we're killing. I said if. Well, the well the short one saying that we need to kill it because he needs to see what's on the other side of it. You're saying we need to come up with a plan to kill it. Snow wants to kill it. I wouldn't mind killing it. Sounds like we're killing it. We can kill wow. it, but we need a plan. I'm going to point at the hole. So, do we, do we think the Underdark's down there and we can bypass him for now? We're not going to the Underdark. Well, that, yes. uh, that's what... Yeah, literally the whole reason we're here. Yeah. No, the reason we're here is so Casimir could investigate the certain parts or certain artifacts from the Age of Arcana that he believes are near the, the Underdark. And right now, he is stating that those artifacts are in that room, not in the Underdark. We don't know that. That's exactly what he just said. Well, based off of your sneak peek in there, did anything... That you saw look similar to the thing that he found? I only saw a table that looked like it had some very crude experimental tools on it. Similar to your mortician tools. Yeah, that doesn't sound super enticing then. Um, especially for what he's looking for. I don't understand why we would want to go in there. However, that door... That door looks like that artifact. So, he's physically weak, but his mind is strong, and we don't know how to avoid that? I mean, it, it, is it one of those things where we just don't make eye contact? Or? We hit him hard from distance. We hit everything 
And but don't group up. He's capable of controlling rats and other creatures from long distances, right? That that's what I'm worried about yeah. is that he That's when he gets their uh, their minds uh flayed. He's got a yeah, flayed. So he'd have to get close enough to us in order to possibly control us in that way? Is that what you're saying? Well, Briar and I don't really have distance on our side. I think it would be effective to kill him before he can do anything. If that requires going up to him and chopping his head off, that's much more effective than trying to hit him. If he gets any amount of time to do anything, we will lose. Is anyone still a goblin at this point? Yeah, I'm still disguised. I don't think deception's going to work at this point. There, We have nine dead bodies out front. You might not know that. The hall shakes this time. I'm going to say, I, th- I, th- I think he is aware that we're here and may be preparing something to combat us. All right, we need to full-on drug raid this and just bust in and start hacking. Agreed. Straight up Waco, Texas. Me, me and Briar up front, we go in first and try to close the distance as fast as we can and do as much damage as we can. I would put, Azrael, you can run on the ceiling so you can be behind. That's not going to slow you down at all. Put Javid and Snow, the next two, who can loose arrows as soon as they get a line of sight. And Demetoria, I know you're kind of exhausted from the day's events today, so it might just be safer for you to hang around Casimir. Yeah, he said he would pull his own weight at this point, so hopefully between us two, we might survive this. Alright, everybody line up. yourselves in whatever positions you guys would like and then we will go ahead and roll for initiative Dude, I got a four. I got a nat one. Except this nat one initiative is higher than yours. (laughs) I didn't need that kind of shit talking, thanks. Damn.
That's too many dice, Liam. If there's four mind flayers in there, I'm going after the goblin in the hole. I'm saying, I'm <laughs> yeah. just join him in his fucking flight. Alright, is that, is that your order? Yo. Can I start on the ceiling? How high up is it? Uh, it is... Probably about 10 feet high in here. Okay. Alright. Um, it's nice knowing you guys. Well, I just realized that uh, I can't do my thing until the door opens, so I'm going to go open the door, and then... Move up to the door, open it, and as soon as I see Mind Flare, I am uh, firing a... Long arrow at it with sharpshooter. Uh, do I get um, advantage for spring and not being seen beforehand? Uh, no, the mind player is not surprised. But he didn't see that. But what? All right. You approach the door, swing it open, and as you do so, the hall is filled with brilliant color. Uh, the room that you all can see into now, roughly 40 feet in diameter, it is a kind of circular cylinder base with 15 foot high of this like brass gold glasswork wall. Uh, at the uh, crest of those walls, the ceiling turns into this like great multicolored shimmering dome of glass. The whole ceiling seems to be swirling and sending these like huge kaleidoscope of colors across the ground. Does it look solid? It does, I mean, it is like little like, uh, inch and a half shards of glass and it's this huge sea of it that's like kind of like pulsing and shimmering uh, and it starts kind of 15 feet high and then it goes up to a crest about i'd say 30 feet at the top okay uh, to the left you guys can see an operating table a couple of uh or an operating slab, and then a couple of tables next to it, upon which there are these, like, crude, you know, dark metal, like, blood-stained instruments. Uh, the slab has, like, shackles for, like, ankles and wrists. On the right, you can see there is about a four-foot-high 
pedestal with a number of these like strange symbols on it. Standing atop a footstool next to it is a three and a half foot tall, gray-skinned mind flare. He's frantically pressing buttons upon the dial. Just as you open the door, the ceiling shudders and this like pool of glass drops down onto this platform that the pedestal is in front of. The glass then coalesces into a humanoid form and then draws this massive glass longsword. The Mind Flayer then hides behind the pedestal. So he gets to do his thing and hide? Uh, he, huh. he readied an action for whenever you guys came in to tuck himself behind the thing. Hold on, I'll show you what he You, you readied two actions, you mean? What do you mean? The only thing that he did there oh. was... Oh, oh he's, he's, he's cute! cute. He's like a coward. baby mind flare! He's so cute! He's not a bad guy, he's just misunderstood! Alright, Jade, it's your turn. Uh, so he, he ducked behind the yeah, pedestal. He's, he's hiding behind the, the pedestal. Now is it hiding or cowering? Cowering. Taking cover. He has cover from you. How much cover? Four. He's very small, and it's a large pedestal. All right, then. That would be his friend. Uh, we'll finish my movement getting into the room, going around to the left. Let's see, that was 5, 10, 15, 20, I uh, can't get into the room because there's a wall. Open the door. You did open the door. I just opened the door. All right. Um, well, not seeing a um, mind flare any longer and seeing a glass golem looking thing. I'm going to fire it. I don't know how strong this thing is, so I'm not going to use the sharpshooter this time, but I am going to make it my favorite foe for the time being. Nuts. I fire again. Terrific. Um, if that... Uh, that does hit. It does hit. Okay, then we'll take extra damage as part of Dread Ambusher. Terrific. All right, that's me. Uh, oh, wait, I was going to also do um, the... Uh, 
favored foe on him. On what? On on the, the golem. The glass golem. Alright. That's something. I'm done. Golems are your favorite foe. I I can call anything a favored foe. He's got the alternative thing where you can call for yeah, call like twice a day. Alright. Natasha's rules. That actually makes rangers not terrible. Alright, your arrow pierces through it and sends like this explosion of glass shards out of its back. And then, it kind of like begins, you can see like the rest of its body starts like filling in the hole very slowly. Azrael, it's your turn. So, now that all this glass has come down, is there actually still a ceiling of oh, any there kind? Is, there is a considerably more glass up there that's like still forming, and you can see the pedestal that the Mind Flayer just finished using is starting to operate again. So, running across the gla grass, glass, probably not a good idea. You're welcome to try. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna go walk along the ceiling until I can get to the room. Feet. Okay, so that's 30 feet in, so I can only get halfway. Can I kind of like, from here, kind of like jump? down and like kind of tuck and roll so I'll hit the ground. You can certainly try. Go ahead and make an acrobatics or athletics check. Alright, new land. Ooh, right in 20 feet. Um... So, so he's completely covered at this point. So I guess I have to hit the glass golem. So I'm gonna take one of my throwing knives and just go and try to hit the glass golem and see if that does anything. Okay. It does hit. Alright, that's all. Oh, it rolls automatically. Sorry, I should have taken it off. Because I'm thinking I wouldn't have had... Yeah, he's not engaged. I wouldn't have had the extra two, so it's only five. Right. That's my turn. You, like, <laughs> your knife passes through it, and you see more glass falls away. So it doesn't look like our weapons are doing anything to it? I mean, you're tearing it apart, but... What you guys can see is that as soon as like you punch a hole in it, the rest of it kind of slowly starts assembling it back together. Okay. Kazimir's gonna cast Guidance on Demitari.
Briar's turn. I just measured. She can get right up to the golem. I can't move her, but yeah, okay. So, agreed. I think she would rage first, so she'd roll her wild magic. Okay, so that's a five. Alright. You, with an attack before your end reads, that creature takes 1d6 force damage. Ooh, that's not bad. Alright. And then, yeah, she's just going to take her battle axe out, double-handed, and try to see if she can do anything. Uh-huh. Alright, 23 damage. That does it. That would be her turn. Alright, she like cleaves through it, and it's you note that like as you are cutting it and stabbing it, you're just like shredding its glass into smaller and smaller pieces. It doesn't seem to be like actually destroying it. You're damaging it, and it's not quite as potent. Uh yeah. you note that some of the glass, like, reforms into larger pieces. At which point... It's gonna move right there. And it, like, opens up this section of its chest and just... <laughs> sends out this beam of light. I need Briar and Azrael to make Constitution City. Briar is able to, like, shield her eyes from this flashlight. But as you, like, stare directly into it, and you're blinded. You can no longer see. Which point? He is going to maneuver around Briar, and then raise up his long... and attack. Did we state what Briar's, like, effect was from her rage? Yeah, it was the 1d6 retribution. Alright. And, Azrael, you suddenly feel just like sharp glass like <laughs> cutting at you. Sinking into you. And you take what would be a total of 13 slashing damage. All of you note that the pedestal that the Mind Flare was operating is beginning to power up again. The glass in the ceiling... Mm -hmm. 
Onyx is here. Alright, so I'm going to move into the room, and I'm going to see Briar and the Golem going. I can see the Mind Flare. Um, or is he, like, mostly tucked under under the, the console that's, like, doing weird shit? He's mostly tucked under the console. I mean, you can certainly try. I would say that as you get further into the room, he's not able to shield himself from all of you, so you can... You could reduce his cover. Like he doesn't have total cover as we get further into the room. What, um, so like the console, are there like things moving? Does it look like beeps and boops? It does. Like lights and colors? Lights and colors. Uh, no, no things like turning or moving or anything? It's just all lights and colors? Um, there's like dials and, um, like, you know rotated like rheostats but it's all made out of brass and glass okay but it's it's making noises you can see right. the light on it is like beginning to pulse quicker and above yep. you the glass ceiling kind of like shudders for a second and you guys can tell that that is what the source of the shuddering that you had felt earlier but it is much right. faster and stronger now i'm gonna try to yeet a javelin at it At the console? Yeah, the console itself. She so it says, like, glass and beeps and boops and stuff, and it's freaking me out. Yeah. That hits. Roll damage. Alright. You just whip the javelin towards it. It, like, sinks into the side of the console. You can see this, like, spark of electricity coming out of the side. But the console is still operating. You can tell that it's, like... It was like this, 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 beginning to not work correctly. Right, is that the end of your turn? Yeah, that ends my turn. Okay. Right. The mind flare is going to. He is going to poke his head out from behind the pedestal, and he draws what appears to be a small glass wand and points it towards you, Javid. There's this like arc of energy across the room, and it catches you in the chest and like burns its way across you for 15 radiant damage. That's expensive. Mindflyer who does radiant damage? He's got a wand. That's what he's he just said. I feel like it would burn. Whatever. 
Alright, Snow, it's your turn. You saw this great flash of white energy across the room. All right. I'm going to move up here and shoot at the mind player. He has three quarters cover now. Not total cover for you guys. You guys can see him, basically. Or did you say the console was getting damaged that he's at? Yes. You would have probably seen Onox directly attack the console instead of anything else in the room. Alright. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to aim at the console, too. I'm going to inside check the console. Right. It appears to be about to do something. It beeps and boops. Your attack glances off of this, like, solid metal hide and just, like, clatters into the corner. You take yeah. two points of embarrassment damage. Mm, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm sorry, it's your turn. I am going to firebolt the console. It like <laughs> strikes it and it begins to singe the like armor of the console, but it does not seem to affect it. You'd have to strike it a little bit more accurately. Okay, um, I am going to use. You know what? Ooh, never mind. Uh, I guess that will be the end of my turn. Alright. Javid, it's your turn. And additionally, the glass ceiling pulses exploding into another creature that forms into another golem. Alright, uh, well, I can see that uh, we need to stop this glass thing because um, so I'm going to do some move some to uh, sort of get myself And uh, fire at the console. Okay. 
Um, I'm just going to keep this console I mean, uh, sharpshooter against the console for a plus or a minus five uh, to um, get Okay, go ahead and roll for it. And. say it's just like a glance like sticks into the side of it. it like punches in because of how much force you've added but it just seems to like scrape away some of the like exterior armor Azrael yeah I've got a beat on um, the mind flare so I'm going to say, you're next, buddy. No, that was it. I was just... Uh, Got it. So smack talking him. He kind of glares at yeah, you. Yeah. He noticed how hard you hit his panel, and he does not like it. Ezreal, you are blind. Let me... So I'm still blind. So I don't get a con save or anything? Uh, it is a... Well, so you have your turn, and then you will make the save at the end of your turn. Okay, so I know this guy is in front of me though, because he kind of like hit me. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take out my sai and 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 try to hit him, even though I you know I'm still blind, so I'll take it at disadvantage. Okay. Does she have advantage due to flanking? Oh yeah, you're right. So it'd just be a straight roll. So that'd be eighteen. That hit. Um, and then I'm going to use a key point to do patient defense, so that way I can take the dodge action as a bonus action. You just like, you're, you can know where it is, and your sigh like cleaves through it. But the rest of you see as her blade passes through it, because that's piercing, right? Yeah. yeah, it's piercing. That the like shards begin to just like reform. Unfortunately, you are still blind. Cast. Step just to the end. And seeing all of you targeting the pedestal, it's gonna say, "No, don't destroy it. Just figure out. See if you can shut it down." And.
he's not gonna wanna enter the room, actually. Yeah, he wouldn't. He's entering the room. You can see that he is running toward the pedestal. Welcome. That was really ominous. Eh, he doesn't know. Uh, Briar, it's your turn. Sorry, I'm just like, oh my god. Okay, so... So Briar would recognize... So, slashing... Is Briar smart enough to realize that the slashing does stuff, but the piercing doesn't? Um, I would say that all of you can tell that slashing and piercing... It is damaging it, but it seems like no matter how, like, far you push it with that, it's regenerating, basically. You need to you need to do something else to it. I think all of you would have probably figured that out. Does grappling count as an attack for her rage? Yes, gra grapple counts as an attack. It replaces one of your attack actions. Can she just, like, try, try to bear hug it? I mean, I know she's small, but, like, can she try to grapple yeah. it and, like, damage it that way? Well, hold on, actually. That raises an interesting point. Like, grab one of its legs and, like... Alright, so she can grapple it normally because it's only one size larger. They're medium-sized creatures. Oh, are they medium? I thought they were tiny. Okay, never mind. Or small. The golems are medium. She is. Oh, small. the golem. Oh, sorry. Okay, so the golems are medium, so she can do it. And so that would be a strength. Yes. Um, athletics. Sorry, I didn't mean to click it twice. That's alright. Uh, she does grapple it. It's made of glass, but, uh, you know, for whatever reason, it's not stabbing her. It just seems the blade is the sharp bit. And, um, I think that's her turn. Oh, wait. Can she... If she yeah, if she moves, she'll get out of... One of their melee chains, but she probably it would be if she moves the the um it, the opportunity attack would still be at advantage, right? Uh, yeah, it's like leaving the square. Yeah. Okay, then I'm just gonna have her say because she's gonna get attacked anyway. So unless you guys disagree. No, I think she'll be all right. Does her thing do the one d six what? Force. Oh, you're talking about them. Yeah, unless I read that wrong. Yeah, force damage. Right. Yeah, it's force. Uh, 
But technically, it wouldn't know that. Well, which one? Well, she. No one's seen the retribution thing, so no one knows by that attacking her that she will have that retribution. Correct. They are about to attack her. I'm just gonna say go for it. The one behind her is going to try to blind her again. Uh, she needs to make a uh, concept. Briar is blind. And the golem behind is going to attack. And he hits her twice. Four is a total of 12 damage, so it would be six. Actually, no, sorry, it would be one and then to be five damage, actually. Okay. I can't mark it on her sheet, but I can write it down. Additionally, go ahead and roll a win d6 for me. other one, the one that is grappled. He's going to do another flash of light. Is it recharge? And I need, not really Azrael because she's already blinded, but uh, Onox and then Casimir need to make concept. Both of you managed to shield your eyes. However, he is going to try to whack uh, Azri. So it'd be at disadvantage. Be a straight roll. Wait, why would it be a straight roll? Because you have its advantage because you're blinded. Yeah, oh, you're right. Because I took the patient defense, so I took the dodge action. Also, isn't he grappled? Grappling doesn't do anything. No, yeah. the reason why I grappled is Briar next time is going to try to bear hug him to do some blood bludgeoning damage. Alright, one of the attacks. It'd be a, a plex. One of the attacks does hit for uh, six slashing damage. The other one, as you're kind of like dodging, you can like feel the air move as this like glade of glass moves just centimeters away from your face. Is it like the Matrix where it's like pretty much kind of? Onox, it's your turn. All right.
Alright, so I'm gonna step over there so I can fully see the mind flare. God, I hope this works. Using my last sorcery point, I'm gonna cast Witch Bolt using Twin Spell. So, one against the Mind Flare, and then one against the um, Crystal Golem that's behind Briar. That's what I got. <laughs> RNG gods hate me. I just want to make sure that that was actually something good too. What do you mean? Also, on the side, who got inspiration last time? So, well, well, I'm still, I'm making sure that that's a thing. That's a good question. Who, who should get inspiration? That might be important. Then we give it I, to Onyx? Oh, I still go. have inspiration! Okay. Uh, so, Casimir is going to use his reaction to allow you to re-roll one of those. So, whichever one you would like to re-roll... And can I use my inspiration to re-roll the other one? Uh, you can... I would say you could give yourself advantage on one of them. Uh, inspiration advantage on one, re-roll the other. So, yeah, inspiration isn't re-roll, right? It's to give yourself advantage. You just roll a second time. But I will tell you, if you would like, Casimir's reaction is allowing you to fully re-roll. So if you rolled with advantage, you would be able to roll with advantage again. So if you aim for the mind flare. So if you want to just roll with advantage on one and then straight roll, so basically make two rolls and see if you can just try to hit again on both attacks. Go for it. Yeah, that's what I'll do. All right, two more rolls. See if they'll hit. Once against the mind flare. Yeah, it's mind flare and then the crystal dude. Alright, that does connect with the glasswork golem. Go ahead and roll your damage. Oh. That's trash. That's not very good. But now there is this crackling beam of energy connecting you and the Classwork God. Alright, and with that. The Mind Flare is going to dart around the exterior of the room. Uh, to right there. 
Alright, everyone who's in one of those purple squares needs to make an intelligent saving. Hell yeah, I'm out of that one! <laughs> A negative number to that saving throw. <laughs> this like he kind of like raises his head and just like this beat, this blast of psychic energy pulses forth, and uh, everyone who. So, Azrael and Javid, uh, both of you take 20 psychic damage. Uh, the other two, Briar and Snow, would take 10. Uh, Azrael's down. Additionally, Ezreal and Javid, you are now stunned. So I'm unconscious and stunned Javid's at the same down. time? Yeah. Does the blindness thing it's fall off? Sucked. Casimir's still up, though. Wonder why. That's kind of smart. No, it's your turn. Okay, then. So that uh, blue dais thing, is that like, how tall is that? So if I came over by Onyx, would I be able to see the mind flare? Yeah, it's like, it's like maybe four feet high. Like for a normal sized creature, it, you know, comes up to your... Bend your arms and you can rest them on the thing and operate it. The, there was a footstool because the mind flare is too short. He's very small. Okay, but I, I could see him over it. Uh, yeah. If I came over towards Onyx. I'm going to insight check him. The mind flare. Yes. Okay. It is a uh, deception check. You are not able to get a read on him. He seems like he's very nervous. Um, 
but that's about all you can do. Alright, I'm gonna shoot an arrow at him. That hits full damage. The arrow into his shoulder. And. Yep, that's it. Oh, um. Wait. Um. I forgot, I have inspiration. Oh, yeah? I want to use it on my uh, save. You're certainly welcome to try. Unfortunately, oh. it is not quite enough. Demitari, it is your turn. Okay, I have questions. The blue thing is the pedestal? Yep, no. So okay. the blue thing is the uh, basically where the golems are forming. The pedestal is this thing right there. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, one can safely assume my owl is with me? Absolutely. Okay, I just want to know if I can do this. I would like to give my action to the owl, pull out my water skin as a free action, um, uncap it. I want the owl to basically hold, um, it's hard to do this with push to talk, but like hold each side of the water skin, right? And then when it gets to the pedestal, I want it to drop one claw to where like the mouth, like the spout part, is able to pour the water onto the pedestal and see if that'll like short circuit the electronic okay. part. Sure. Can I get you. Can I get you to make a. I'll say make an attack roll. Um, Would that be melee weapon attack? Uh, I'm sure. Alright, go ahead and roll a d6 worth of damage. Did that not go through? Uh, it was a one. I, I saw it in, I'm not uh, proud of it. All right. Yeah, it was a D&D Beyond. 
the water begins to seep through the top of the console, and you can see like these like and like kind of steam starts to rise out of it. The console is still powered up. Uh, however, it does look like it had some of it. Okay. Um, is there any water left in the water skin, or would you say it's all gone at this point? Uh, I'd say you mostly poured it out. Alright, that's that fair. More if you'd like. Okay, um, not, not well that'll... Turn, but... Right, that'll end my turn for now, and um, I'll just have the owl hover out of range, I guess, for now. Make a death saving throw. Is he down? I thought he was just stunned. Are you stunned? Azriel is down. Oh. Yeah, I'm uh, down. You said that um, we lost the. Um... Yeah, I'm. I'm down. I see that you have hit points. But I, I thought you said that people who were down were stunned. You were stunned, but not... Are you unconscious, or do you have hit points? That's different. I thought you said that you went unconscious. Like unconscious. Said. I have... Z yes, that's... I did. I'm Your unconscious. Is, is abysmal. I can hear it. And, uh, I heard he's fully healthy and ready to attack. Javid, make a death save. Alright. Javid inches closer towards death. As does Azrael. Uh, actually, can I get both of you to make... I don't know if going unconscious ends all effects. Yeah, unconscious ends everything but poison or disease. Yeah. That's why I was curious why we were still stunned. Unless we got stunned after, I guess, but it seems a little weird. Well, it's like a weird thing. It's if... It, it would still be going on if he's maintaining concentration on it. If it's not concentration, then it Then, ends. yeah, it just falls off. Where does it say? Um, I'll look it up. Give me one. It's like, uh, incapacitated, I think, is the rules for it. Right. I mean, being stunned means you're incapacitated. And I would, I would think that... says other conditions and I'm like really falling to zero on three.
Okay, I mean, that's for you to decide, honestly. Yeah, so go ahead, both of you, uh, make the... Uh, make another intelligence save, and then Azrael can make another con save. So those conditions are not over, and so if you if you come back to HP, so yes, so Azrael, if you get back hit points, you would no longer be blind. Uh, and but I would still be um, with the fourteen. I would still 14. be stunned. Correct. Casimir, looking at his two compatriots who have seemingly gone unconscious, who's going to shout, Damn it! Just destroy the pedestal! And he is going to produce a potion of healing and give it to Azrael. She regains... Eight hit points. But you're still stunned. And on the ground, right? Or yeah. did I kind of like I'm prone? Okay. Yeah. When you when you go unconscious, you fall prone. All right. Briar's turn. So she has this golem grappled. Can she do like a, you know, what you see in the wrestling, right? Where they like lift them up and then like bend them over, like the back over and just like breaks into pieces. Like, Absolutely. what is that called? Make an attack roll. Yeah. I think that's a suplex or something. Yeah, suplex. All right. Is that just a, an unarmed strike or? Yeah, call it an unarmed strike. Would she have seen um, the water, of, like basically the pedestal get affected by that? I think she's blinded right now, right? Azrael, or not Azrael, um, Briar is blinded. Oh, okay, I didn't see anything on her token. Yeah, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> right. I just have it all written down here. She's okay. at 30 hit points and she's blinded. Yeah. Oof. Alright, there we go. Javid, you would no longer be stunned if you got hit points back. Uh, with that, Amber kind of like and slams the golem into the ground and it just shatters into this sea of glass and is dormant. Uh, my uh, audio cut out for a time and uh, last I heard was that uh, Casimir was doing something. Uh, he 
gave hit points back What's to this? Azrael. Okay. And then she rolled her con save for the blindness, which I am assuming she failed. Uh, nope. She's no longer blind? Awesome. She Can she turn and, and, and look at the mind flare and kind of be like, you're next. Mind flare swings at Briar, and one of its blades manages to catch her in the back for what would be for. And that four was pre half, so she only takes two, or no, just that six was, I halved it. It was a four. Then four. She's at 26. Alright. Just like, blast of force damage back into the golem. Oh, nice. It's your turn. Alright, well, I'm gonna drop Witch Bolt that's on the golem, and I'm gonna pull my dagger out as I run on top of this pedestal and get right above the Mind Flare. And I'm gonna one two with longsword dagger. And I'm gonna go ahead and use my inspiration on the longsword hit. Yeah, that was just with advantage. stuff. Roll the one on the D4. <laughs> so that'd be six damage, not five. Okay. All right. You see the pedestal is powering up again.
as you get close to him, he just like slashes out with his tentacle. And they like grab your like upper chest and your arm. It, it, so it hits? Yeah. I'm gonna cast shield. Just like the, as the tentacles are grabbing towards you, you blast them away from you. Alright, Snow, it is your turn. Alright, I'm gonna move up here next to the pedestal to where I can see the mind player, and I'm gonna look at the pedestal. Does it look like I can shut these things off? You can certainly try. Yeah, I'm gonna try. Make an arcana check. You paw fruitlessly at the panel, and as it begins pulsing faster and faster, the glass above you is shimmering. Does it look like I did anything? It does not appear to have turned off. For a bonus action, can I dump my water skin into it? You'd be able to get your water skin out and ready to dump. Okay. I'm also gonna inside check the, the mind player. Okay. Fuck. You rolled a 21. You beat him. Woo! Alright. Alright, well, that's all I can do, so. What is that? What does that do exactly? Uh, it gives me advantage on them in case if there's it no one like around them. Does not give you any insight into what he's about to do? Uh, sorry, hold on, let me, let me check real quick. Make an insight check against a creature you can see that isn't incapacitated. Uh, deception, succeed, you can use a sneak attack against target even if we don't have advantage. Okay, um, so I would like to shout to Onox to hold out one of those vials of blood. So I guess it's up to him, um, but I want to hold my turn until that happens, and then when he does, and again, I don't know how this works, but I thought that the owl might have a free action to grab it and move. Oh, wait, shit. I didn't think this through. So, okay, whatever. Um, hit it, like, but, oh, sorry, words. I have my water skin out if she <laughs> wants to snag mine. Um, well, let me ask what, what about this first, because it might do more damage, but basically my whole plan is to drop the vial onto that. Someone does fire damage because the vial's flammable, so wouldn't that... Like, really fuck shit up, or... You're trying to drop just... the, the fire blood on the pedestal? Yeah. And then, like, maybe use Firebolt to explode it? You can certainly try. Okay. Um, so, I mean, that's what I want to do. I don't know how to execute that, though. 
So you could ready an action to firebolt when someone pours the flammable blood on the pedestal. Okay, so I'll do that, and then I'll shout that to Onox, and then I'm like, yeah, that, that's, that's what I got. The pedestal is pulsing faster. Javid, please make a death saving throw. He is closer to death. Azrael, it is your turn. So I'm stunned, so I literally just lose my turn, right? So I just roll the int save and that's it? Yep. plan to save well if I could have casted I would have casted a spell to help him also I have a healing potion on me if someone wants to grab it or not the healing potion but the blood clots Casimir right. can you know do something for once Casimir used the healing potion last time well, well, you know, it's his turn now. He can do that again, because I literally can't do anything. He is going to rummage through your pockets and see if he can find some kind of healing utility. So I have my... Actually, I do have my healing... Um, what is it? The healer's pouch? Let me find that. Yeah. He will find a healer's kit on me. And he should take that and help Javid. He is going to pick up the healer's kit and say, I don't know how to use this. And he's going to walk over to Javid and he's going to try to use it. It literally doesn't require anything. You just use it. Oh, all right. He uses it. Javid, you're stable. He better give that back. Well, I am conscious, so I am aware that he rummaged through my pockets. You're, you're incapacitated. You'll no, no, fine. no, I'm stunned. Blindy. Not incapacitated. I am stunned aware of what's going on. It's, it's literally bullet one of stunned is incapacitated. Yeah, but don't I am aware of what's happening to me? If someone touches me? No. <laughs> you're incapacitated. Actually... It's not unconscious, so you kind of are vaguely aware of what's happening around you, I would say. Yeah, I, I feel like she'd still be aware, because she's not unconscious. It doesn't say you're unconscious. It just says you can't move or take actions. You're just kind of, like, lying there on the ground, like, blinking, and you can, like, you know, you've, you've got, like, a, you know, shell shock type deal where, like, your ears are ringing and, like, things are happening around you and you're just, like, just kind of, like, watching. Yeah, it's like, you know, the, the medication, or, you know, when they, like, anesthesia, or not anesthesia, you know, like, there's something that they, medication they give you so you don't move, but, like, you know, she she can't move, but she can feel and see and hear. Weed? All right, so Briar. she knows he did that. It's Briar's turn. 
Alright, uh, I guess Briar's gonna move around. Can she flank with, um, Onyx? Yeah, I guess. Alright, so she, yeah, she's she's just gonna take this Mind Flayer out. That does not hit. You kind of like over his head. He kind of ducks down. Well, that's her turn. Attack if she so wishes. Oh, she does. Punch it. Suplex. She has her battle axe out. She, she she can literally just take it with a battle axe. It shouldn't be advantage though, but it's still 19. Wouldn't no, that yeah, pass sure. right between me, too? Uh, yeah, sure, whatever. Actually, though, could she take one hand off the battle axe and punch it? She was literally just grappling someone. No, she had moved, and then she had her battle action. She hit the the mind flare you with hit it. it. You hit it. Oh, Snow, okay. go ahead and make your opportunity attack just because of how he moved. That hits well down. Rare. Real. My AC is still 21. Okay. One of them does still hit. Roll the 21 with advantage. Take eight slashing damage. Uh, the other one definitely misses them. Onyx, it's your turn. Alright. One, two on the mind player. And I have advantage on the attack roll, correct? Yep. That hits. You might want to roll again, just under my issue. You rolled a 19 before. Mind Flayer, as he's just getting like pummeled from both sides, glances around the room in disgust, looks up at you, Onox, and then his like eyes glow for a brief second, and then this like <laughs> shimmering portal appears behind him, and he falls through it, and it closes. And he disappears. Do I get an opportunity to attack? Yeah, would Briar be able to like kind of grab him as a reaction? Uh, he cast a spell, it wasn't. Okay, that's fair. 
I was just describing it that way for flavor text. Okay. I like it. Well, I gotta ask the question just to make sure, no, you know. I gotcha. The pedestal is still pulsing. It is going to activate very soon. I'm gonna do one more attempt to shut it off, and if that doesn't work, I'm gonna dump my water flask over it. Uh -huh. Alright, go ahead and make an arcana check. It does not turn off. I dumped in my water flask. Alright, go ahead and, uh, I don't know, roll a d6 or something. Alright, you deal six damage to it. As it bzz, 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 it's like, like spits and shorts, but it is still operating and it is about to activate. Demetari. Alright, so I guess at this point we are just gonna attack. take Yeah, I'll just I'll just do firebolt on it. You got anything else? I have um necrotic damage and I have poison damage. You know what? Fuck it. Um I am gonna cast infestation. Um and just for flavor text. You would probably know that poison damage is gonna have little effect on it. Inanimate object. Uh being a necrotic damage would also have little effect, would it not? Because it's inanimate? Technically, okay. isn't right. it animated since it is moving? Sorry, he's kind of feeding me this information at this point. So, told the dead! Oh boy. It activates another glass golem appears next to you. Shavid, who is unconscious. Uh, yep. Azrael. Go ahead and make a another save. You're still unconscious. Or incapacitated. Not unconscious. Stunt. That was a really effective blast. I think my dice just hate me because she's not even bad at intelligence saves. cast guidance on snow if you'd like you can have it what does that do again if you make another check you can add a d4 briar oh actually never mind hold on i'm gonna go back that's not what he's doing he's just gonna blast one of the fucking 
weapon. You could do that this whole fucking time? Thunderous energy strike the new golem. Uh, it seems to have little, or at least the golem kind of like manages to move out of the way. And... It's Briar's turn. So she's gonna move to flank with Onyx, um, and then she's going to um, unarmed strike, so just like punch it, because you know her battle axe won't work. then as her bonus action she's gonna punch it again she would not get her proficiency bonus which I believe at this point is two right she can strike punch twice like that can't you I thought that was at five level five you get the two attacks You're not level five that's what I'm saying so like punching is one attack yeah you just attacked so, wait but attack you only get one yeah and then, as her bonus action, she's going to do the two-arm fighting, right? Which she oh. could do... Let me check. Actually. I might be confusing Asriel. I don't think she has... Yeah, that's not a thing. That she... No, okay. So, no, she can only punch one. Sorry. I think it was confusing Asriel. Okay, so she can just punch it one time and that's it. Right. She missed. Unfortunately. It seems to regenerate the damage it sustained. Both of them. Uh, one of them. It's gonna move over there. It is moving out of both of your ranges. So if both of you want to go and make opportunity attack. Strike from Briar does, but he's going to go ahead and attack on. It was just so many dice. Both of them are just ripping and tearing. misses, another strike misses, another one hits. Just making sure you're not shielding. Nope, AC of 16. Another one hits for 6 slashing damage. 
followed rapidly by a fourth strike that also hits for seven. So that would be 13 total. Onyx is your... Alright, I'm gonna cast Thunderclap. <clears throat> so both of them make constitution saving throws. Uh, where, where are you centering? So it's Thunderclap, so it's centered on self, and everything within five feet of me takes it. Okay. Well, I need you guys to make a check. Uh, is that a deck save? Or con? Con save. Alright, I need Wanda to make a con save. No, Wanda! Oh, Peter. The RNGesus hates me today. Do I need to use my own constitution saving throw uh, for this? Oh, she doesn't have a saving throw, but I mean, she's got regular con. constitution. It's, it's oh, okay. Cheshire breakfast. What's your save? 14? Yeah, 14. Wanda takes one point of damage. She did. Wait, no, 12. Not 12. Wanda lives, I believe. Wow. Is that a half damage? Nice. Yeah, it's a cantrip, so no half damage. Alright. Well, yeah. Yeah, I got you. Wanda somehow lives. You do note, however, that that... The damage that you dealt to one of the golems, it like blasts away some of the shards. They do not, it like stops regenerating. It's like the shimmering across the face of its body ceases. That's thunder damage, right? Yep. The golem that you struck suddenly stops regenerating. That was that one. No, it's your turn. Did the did the console take the thunder too? Uh, the console does also take the thunder damage. It looks like it is like beginning to fall apart, but it is about to activate again. So it's looking like it's really damaged. Yes, but it is still about to activate again. All right. Well, I'm gonna drop my bow, pull out my hammer, and start smashing. Okay. Make an attack roll. Uh, what would that be? Just strength check? Yeah. Because it's improvised? Sure. Give permission. Proficiency with, uh, you probably have proficiency with it. So you can add your proficiency bonus. <laughs> All right, Tasmir's going to use his reaction. You get to reroll. Roll again. That would have been a seven, by the way. That hits. That would be an eighteen. And with, uh, go ahead and roll damage. So I think that's a D six or something. Okay. Plus two. Actually, I'm gonna go ahead. seven. You just start like. 
pounding away at it, reducing it to like little chunks of like glass and warped metal. And with that, it just like fizzles out. And suddenly the light on the ceiling like freezes and you see the glass shards start to like, one of them falls and then another piece falls. The room shudders and quakes. Uh, Snow is at the end of your turn. The room is beginning to shake rapidly. I'm gonna scoop up my bow as I run over to Javi. Demetari, it is your turn. The ceiling is beginning to collapse. I think we need to get out of here. And I am calling Wanda back and trying to retreat from the... Because everybody else is up, right? Or is Azrael still down? I'm stunned and not able to move. And Javid is unconscious. Okay, I'm going to run and grab Azrael then. And then try to head back from... Like, just leave. So that takes... I mean, if I dash... So you move 10 feet. Um, you would have to spend your action to, like, grab her. Yeah, that's fine. And then your movement speed after you're, like, dragging her would be halved. So you would have okay, moved I mean, you, could move, you could move 10 and then basically 10 again because you... So right back to where... But Azrael moves... 10 feet closer to the door. Alright, yeah, that'll work. Alright. It is Javid's turn. Unfortunately, he is unconscious still. Uh, Azrael, it is your turn. Go ahead and make your save. You suddenly wake up. You're lying on the ground as like shards of glass are beginning to like strike the ground around you. So can we clarify? I I thought I could. I heard everything that was going on, right? Yeah, but you're now like, you know, you. It's like you weren't able to focus on anything around you. Is the way I would describe it. So you know what's happening, but now you're, like, fully aware. Well, that's my turn, but can I, can I like, kind of look up at, at Demetari and say, like, you helped me, like, in kind of, like, this shocked kind of... Well, yeah, we're supposed to be a team. I hope you do the same, as I'm, like, huffing and puffing <laughs> trying to drag her, because I've got... Zero freaking strength. Alright. Casimir is going to grab Javid and also start moving towards the door. He's dragging Casimir along for the run. It is Briar's turn. The golems are still... Oh crap! And um, Onyx is stuck in between them, right? Okay, so she she wouldn't leave Onyx. She she would move back 
to flank with Onyx, so the one that's like kind of towards the door. Um, so she'd move kind of towards the door, but back to flank. Um, and then she she would just try to punch it again. She's flanking. Yeah, like so there. it should be advantage. So, eight damage. Alright, that's her turn. Alright. You know that the golem does not regenerate. The other one regenerates one. Your turn. Alright, uh, I'm gonna disengage and start trying to get out. I'm gonna try to, like, help Demitari on the other side start bringing Asriel through. Okay. And as I pass, I'm gonna yell at Briar, Get Javid! Well, you can tell I'm no longer stunned. Right, I kind of like functioning and like. She's like starting to get up, basically. Yeah. Like as I'm running by, I'm just like grabbing leather, like back of shirt, in order to start pulling her through the door. Snow, it is your turn. All right. Well, seeing that everyone is making their way for the door, I'm gonna run up behind Casimir, who's dragging. Uh, Javid, and I'm gonna grab Javid, and I'm gonna run out the door with him. Okay. I'm gonna say, give me him. Let's go. Is that what it's like to have strength? Yes. And about 90 feet worth of movement. <laughs> yeah, that disgusting amount. Alright, so you would go out the door with Javid? Yeah. Um, I guess depending on if, I mean, I'm going to shout to Briar to hurry up and, um, yeah, I'm still heading out the door. I'm not, I'm not trying to engage in combat at this point. You might try and I yeah, feel like drag my would have some other people now. out because something may happen well. at the top of the round. To be fair, if something happens at the top of the round, then Casimir is going to get hit. Just, just saying, because he—he it wasn't his turn yet. That's true. Casimir's over there. Sure. Um. <sighs> okay. I mean, I guess with Onyx being the way he is, I I can try to cast Firebolt on um, this one. Okay. 
you're attacking the golem? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I can't really grab him. Well, I don't think. Um, Alright. You note, however, that the, like, as your firebolt strikes it, just before that, it's like glass began to move and shimmer again. And it's starting to regenerate. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Um, sorry, I'm behind on this. Okay. Um, as my bonus action, I am going to, I guess, poof Wanda out of existence. I believe I can do that. It is an action to do that, actually. Oh, okay, my bad. Um, Alright, I'm done. Additionally, I need everyone who is still in the room. So, Casimir, Azriel, Onox, Demitari, Briar, and then the two, uh, yeah, the two golems to make Dexterity saving throw. Uh, As the ceiling begins striking, it's like larger pieces are beginning to fall away and like blast the ground. <clears throat> Alright. Okay, so, uh, Asriel. And Briar take five piercing damage as the like shards are beginning to strike down at uh, the rest of you. Take ten. You know what that means. Quick question: Because was that attack against Briar? Uh, was a. Or I mean, I know it sounds like, weird. I'm just like curious if her thing would. It's not really an attack. It's I'm unconscious. Fight. You're unconscious. Shit. Okay. Yeah, she does have advantage on deck saves. To see Briar, though, she would have had advantage on that. Oh, it's sorry. It's throws against effects you can see, and it's you know it's the. I should know that. But she saved, so it doesn't. Alright. <sighs> Asriel, it's your turn. Okay. Um, the first thing I'm going to do is cast um, Cure Wounds on Onyx because I see him just go straight down. So six healing on Onyx, um, and then I'm gonna kind of, kind of go through the door, and I, I kind of want to like, kind of pull Demetari by the hand to kind of like get her on the other side of the door as well as I'm like coming through the door. Nope. 
And then I, I kind of just want to pull Demetari a little bit to the door, too, so she's not standing in the room. Um, and then that would be the end of my turn. As the ceiling is beginning to empty of glass, all of you suddenly see a boulder, roughly barrel size, on the far end of the room, <laughs> slams into the ground. The rock above the ceiling is beginning to fall through. Casimir is kind of like throwing his arm up, shielding himself from the glass. And he runs out of the room. Briar. It's Briar's turn. Alright, Briar's going to disengage um, and then fly through the door. So she's not going to be in the room anymore. Right out the door. You see the two golems regenerate. And begin marching towards... So question, Underdark or up to the top? We need to find a hole. There's a hole right there that goes to the Underdark. No, I think we need to go out the way we came. Okay. All right, well, the first golem takes two quick swipes at Demetari. The second golem takes two swipes at Anna. One of them does hit striking Dimitari for four slashing damage. And then the other three attacks missed, even the ones that had advantage. Very lucky. I am somehow still up. I rolled a lot of sub-tens. Uh, but the one that hit you was a 19, so. Onyx. Man on the... Uh, is there any way for me to stand up, get through the door, and shut it? Yeah, I'm gonna get up, run through the door, so it's five feet of movement to stand up, shut the door, and then start hauling ass back the way we came. Right. So does it take my action to shut the door? Because it, it, okay, if it takes my action, then yeah, and then I'll move thirty feet back the way we came. No, sorry, operating the door would be a free action. Because it's not locked or anything. Oh, then I'm dashing and I'm moving 65 feet. Should you want to disengage? Oh, yeah, that one. 
a lot of opportunity to us. Alright. Disengage, shut the door, run. With the two golems, like, approaching, long swords made of glass raised, you dart through the door, slam it shut behind you, and just, you know, a moment later you hear this, like, great crashing rumble, and the door kind of, like, bulges outward towards you, and the rumbling stops. And we're out of initiative. And we're out of initiative. We're going to go ahead and take a break. Well, that was fun. That was fucking close.
D&D. Right. Welcome back, everybody. I will look that up. But I haven't done VR like ever. You are standing so in it. a passageway just outside of the collapsed room of glass. Uh, running uh, on the ceiling. Hold on. Did Is everything coming down around us, or is it no, like since we shut the oh, door, stopped. everything's like stopped? It's just that room that collapsed. So it's, it's oh, okay. Stable. I thought it was the whole thing. Okay. I'm going to look around. Do I see Do I see a torch? Does anybody have a lit torch? The Matari does. I should still have mine. Uh, no, can I, who's got the drift? Uh, it is tied to Briar's backpack. Can I can I have that torch? Yeah, I'll hand it to you. So I'm going to take the torch, I'm going to cast control flames on it to make it twice as bright, and then I'm going to drop it down the hole <laughs> and see what I see as it flies down. Okay. Like basically doing that like flare thing. As it plummets, you can see that it, it appears to be a much larger chasm underneath. Um, it does not illuminate a wall opposite from where you are standing. It descends probably about 80 or 90 feet before landing next to what appears to be an underground lake. At the bottom, <laughs> you can see a pile of small satchels and splayed out body of a goblin. Um, I'm going to I'm going to look at Casimir and be like did you see what you needed to see? Can we go now? He's kind of like leaning against the wall, like clutching under his arm. There's like, he's like bleeding out of like the corner of his mouth. He's like, yes, I saw everything I wanted to see. This has been very enlightening. I I've learned a great, great deal. And you can see this like flash in his eyes of like excitement mixed with like, you know, uh, raw like uh, adrenaline and like, kind of like ambition almost can i tell if i guess i'm like feeling like i'm kind of on to casimir can i just tell if he might have malintent with all this information he's acquired um, i don't know if that makes sense sure yeah, insight. Insight. um can i look at the door the first door we came in, not the door to the chamber behind us, but the other door, and see if I can't... Is there any way to, like, jam something in it to, like, lock it from this side? Um, like the one into, like, the, the hall with the water? Yeah, that one. That door. Uh, there is, in fact, a locking mechanism. Okay, I'm gonna turn around and be like, look, all of us are on death's door. Nothing can get us right here. We just need to rest right here and then we can make it back up to the surface in the morning. I feel pretty good. We can keep going. Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> As I spit more blood on the ground. Can we can we take a, a, a short rest? Like like can we just sit for an hour here? He's still unconscious. I am sleeping. I yeah, I think I sleep. She can't I'm do sleeping. anymore. I can't do anymore. Well, and if we go through the underdark again, there's going to be more underdarky things. I don't think we should go through the Underdark, right? We want to go to the surface. And we've killed pretty much everything on the way down here. So... Everyone's still on 
minus the returning hunting parties or anything else that may show themselves before we can get out and get safe. We the are safe closed. right here. We, we did not open the gate. So no one can get in because the gate's closed. But there's still a mind flayer out there who just disappeared out of a room who could probably very easily reappear here. So While they're arguing, I'm going to lay down on the ground and use my backpack as a pillow and just try to fall asleep. I mean, it probably won't take much. Casimir kind of like slumps down, like sitting, leaning against the, the wall as well. He like reaches into his bag and you see him pull out the object that previously you guys had found and it is glowing. He's like looking at it and like turning it and kind of like pressing certain spot. Is that dangerous? Uh, I don't know. It seems to have been activated somehow by whatever just transpired. Oh, by the way, my healer's kit. Um, sure. And he just kind of like slides it across the floor to your feet. Oh, I just remembered. Um, Javid is actually unconscious, right? Correct. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a healing word just so he can not be unconscious. Just in case something happens, we want him to like be able to run. Or excuse me. Yeah. Well, if you have cure wounds, that'd be better than healing word. I do not. I was confused. I have to pick between one or the other. The way my spells work because of the way that my knowledge, um, I have a bunch of spells I can't switch out. So it's like, I can't have both of them because I can't switch out command. I can't switch out identify. Um, and that the ones I want are like, you know, cloak of shadows, that kind of stuff. So I have to choose. Unfortunately, I don't have enough spells. Yeah, so you get eight, eight healing and you are awake. Well, I'm sorry, that really felt like uh, I was kind of uh, out for a lot. Uh, what happened? Okay, you don't have to recap. The ceiling came down, the mind flare went through a portal. Uh, don't open that door. Is any uh, sounds coming from behind the door? Which door? The collapsed door or the locked? I'm gonna go go up the collapsed door, the one that uh, you said bulged out. Go ahead and give me a perception check. You can hear faint, like settling sounds on the other side. The rocks are kind of continuing to like reach their final positions essentially. The room is fully collapsed. I don't hear a round of glass golems. You do not. Does the door like move if I try to push it open again? It is solid. It, you can try to open it if you would like. No, I'm not putting forth like super effort. I'm just like trying to put in like just a normal door opening force. It does not even bulge. Doesn't even, you know, nothing. So, uh, Casimir, if if um, 
I'm snoring. Room is, uh, has passed, and let's say the the um, the glass golems are gone, and and the uh, the isn't. You still need to examine the uh, comms that are need to uh, look I at do further. Not really understand what you were saying. Casimir is fully invested in the glass object that he found. He's, he's, he's asking if, like, if the glass golems are gone, do we need to go back in there and examine the console unit and other aspects of the room? It would be a pretty safe assumption that there is nothing in there left to examine. And this, and he kind of, like, gestures to the object, and you can see that he's, like, it's, like, starting to almost like activate sort of he's like he's done something to it and like a little wing has kind of opened up on one side and he's just fiddling with it uh, this is more than enough i think do you, do you know what, it is? what was that I think I have some idea of what this was, but uh, I'd like to get back to my research facilities to see if I can fully understand it. I'm gonna crack open the door to the room with the water. Like, can I, is there anything, any movement in that room or anything? Make a reception check. empty, with the exception of the perished goblins and over. I'm gonna look over, and you said there there were two sconces with, like, bluish burning things in it, right? Correct. On either side. Do they come off? They do not. Does it look magical in nature? Like, is there heat from it? Is it burning? Is it like a glowing crystal? Uh, it is, it is like a, a very faint warmth. Uh, it's, it, it's kind of like a little, like, propane. Alright, so what are we doing? Are we staying here and are we resting? I think we're trying to get out. We should arrest at least for an hour, at minimum. I don't know if we should sleep here. It might be a bit dangerous. Alright, so we'll take a, a shorter uh, rest this here. This is a safe of places I think we can find at this point. I don't think anything's coming in from the uh, uh, room. The glass and uh, we can lock the, the door to the other side so we don't come up the 90 foot uh, shaft uh, places we can find for quite a bit of hiking. Now, Casimir, do you need to go further? Uh, or 
we're done with this and and we go out and go to the next one. He kind of like kind of snaps out of focusing on the object and he like clicks the arm back into position and it actually powers down. And he just slips it into his bag and he says, Nope, I think I'm ready to uh, return. You may drop me off at Torvir Deep and I'll secure transit home. I, I thought we were hired to take you to three other mines. Those I don't need anymore. This is what I was looking for. Wow. Okay. Does anything um, click in my head about what he's holding in the shit that happened in North End? Like, do they look similar in any way, shape, or form with the Titan and what he's holding? Uh, make an arcana check. Not really. Those were dirty, you know, half-rusted ancient golems, and this is, as far as you could tell, something totally different. Well, I don't know. If we're trying to squeeze a couple more gold out of this, maybe we can, me and Briar can push the door open and we can take some of that glass back with us. That stuff looked pretty arcane in nature. Well, I think it's probably the um, console that made the glass do what it needed to do. Uh, unless we're going to try to take the call out about what it does. I mean, uh, a couple of us got hit with the glass. Isn't like, their glass well, sticking in our wounds at guys, this point? Yeah, there's like shards of glass on the floor around you guys and like pieces that are like embedded in you pretty much. Like, If I like, if I, like hold one of the chunks, I like pull it out of my shoulder... From where I got stabbed, and I hold it, and I like zap it with shopping, shocking grass. Does like anything happen to it? Does it like charge, glow, look charge. weird? It like activates with energy in your hand, and you can feel it, and then it just kind of dissipates. See, this is what I'm talking about. It holds the arcane like more better. Like maybe. So you're saying we 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 break back into that glass room and. Collect a bunch. I mean, you have that bag that seems to have no bottom. Maybe we can take some chunks back no, and. It... I'm just gonna Spartan kick the door that we came out of. See if it moves. Oh, go ahead and give me an athletics check. For. Before you do that, I just want to wait till I heal a little bit. You kick the door and it does not move, and you can feel it in your ankle. You know, it's just you just kicked a wall as hard as you could, basically. Okay, maybe not. Maybe we just pull what's out of us and then take that. And I just kind of like limp over to the door to the water room, and I like slump with my back against it just to like be the first one, if anything, were to try to open it. And you you locked it, right? The door locks from this side. We can lock it. Yeah. Briar is gonna start cooking, right? Um, do we? I don't know. Can we make? A f I don't think she can make a fire, but can she cook without? A, she has cooking tools, so she could probably make a little bit of a fire, enough to cook with. Maybe you know, low heat. Stack a couple of torches together. 
I'll yeah. use control. I'll use yeah, control yeah. flames. They kind of like bump up the heat. All right, we're taking a short rest here. You taking a short rest? Yep. Yeah, we'll we'll wake up Demetari and say hey. <laughs> No, don't wait. don't wake her up. Let's I mean, take no, no, a long no, 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 when we leave. Yeah. Right now, we're just going to let her sleep. But we'll make sure she gets some food before we leave. I think we should take a, uh, a full rest here. I don't know. We'll never get as... Yeah, as yeah. We the... need to recharge, and we got to save her if we can... For once, I agree with Casimir. Well, she's still gonna cook dinner because you know, food is needed. And we got some food from those, um, like the crab meat, right? The spider meat from the fish. No, we left that. It oh. came out. It came out like fucking Elmer's glue, and we oh, just okay. decided not to like try to mess with it. Okay, then what kind of food do we have? I'm sure we have something. We got rations. We got plenty of rations. Tons got, of rations. Okay, we got well, rations gonna... in the spice bag. Yeah, so she's gonna she's gonna take some of the rations and take some of the spice bag. Um, would she put mushrooms in them or not? We know Briar. You think she'd put mushrooms in them? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check on the goblins and see if there's <laughs> anything on those homies that I might be able to pillage for like food. And I might just come. Might just come back with high meat from them. Grab all their satchels. Yeah, we could drop down and steal their supplies. Well, you're you're the best one of us to do that. If you want to drop a rope and go to the bottom of that hole to see what it is. Well, they weren't all um, gone, right? I thought there were still some crates. And stuff. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of whole packages uh, down the bottom. And say Azrael can walk walls. I don't think we even need a rope. Well, no, I'm saying we can't. We just go to the other room. Then there's crates in there. We don't even need to go down. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they didn't finish unloading all the crates because you guys, like, that distraction happened. So there's probably food in the room that you can just pull out of the box. Alright, DM, we're rolling the room. Bodies, boxes, all of it. The room with the water in it. The room with the pool in it, you said there were, like, crates that they were unloading and moving like and stuff boxes, in there. Yes. Yeah, we're just going to toss it. We're looking for edible things for the most part. Right, or anything of value, really. Go ahead and give me an investigation. <laughs> Come up. And doesn't... Wait. Doesn't Briar have survival? She can, like, maybe... Although this is a cave. But could she, like... Find food here too. Also, you don't need to find food. Tons of rations. Why are we looking for? Because rations are a, nasty. A of, put, put Why are we Stay up. Oh no, we'll just we'll just find what's in the room. I, I thought she had some uh, survival thing, but. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Also, part of that investigation check I rolled, I want to see if I can, like, take those fancy torches off the wall, too. Like, I want one. I really want one. Alright. So, uh, investigating the torches, you can tell that they are... It's it's not really like a torch so much as it is, like, 
a you know pipe feeding flammable gas that is ignited and like you know undergoing a controlled burn. So if you remove it. it from the wall, you get his pipe and then an open hole spewing flammable gas. Yeah, if I see that, I'm I'm not gonna take it out of the wall. I'm not that dumb. Uh, however, as you guys are picking through the boxes, there are uh, five various sized crates, all of them small enough that a goblin could carry them. Uh, but between them, you find uh, two 50-foot hemp rope, a variety of small sets of climbing equipment for goblin, uh, 25 days of rations, and most importantly, snow. You find a small linen pouch that as you pull it out, it kind of rattles in your hand. I'm going to open it. Dice. It's a dice pouch. It is roughly dice pouch size. However, he is Jim. It's what? Jim Stone. Oh. <laughs> there are seven when it belongs to your dad. I was like, wow. There are seven gemstones within it. Hmm. So he's like a collector of sorts. Would he know the approximate values of them? Uh, I think so. That's a thing. What colors are they? Would Gems you say they're over a hundred years old? No. I mean, maybe. It's a, they're rocks. They're ancient. Yeah. Oh, oh, perfect. I know their <laughs> value. Then. It's over a hundred years. We've told you the story about the old stone, right? Mm-mm. You have not. It's a piece of family lore when uh, I was like in my teens. Uh, uh, my dad and my brother went to live in New Braunfels. This family that had this uh, restaurant and uh there was uh i forget now exactly what it was i think it was probably a, a stone um step and my little sister who at the time was like nine was uh kicking it and the the uh the woman uh said stop you know that's an old work It was, uh, so yeah, the, the idea of, of uh, a nine year old with her little tennis shoes uh, kicking a rock, dang, it was. was hmm. All right. So, yeah, that's a that's thing. Don't bother that rock. That's an old rock. It is one Alexandrite, two garnets, two sardonyx, and two turquoise. Nice. It's in the chat, it's in the chat Crystal. Just so I see you frantically scrambling for your notes. Do they seem yeah, to grab this bag? <laughs> With a total value of 820 gold. Nice. I'm going to stick it in my bag. 
Do we see him stick it in his bag? I'm not being sneaky about it. You want to be a freaking back meal? You see him <laughs> for all of this stuff. stuff. You know, he's looting from, from the, the crates. Uh, rolling the goblins, uh, any of them have like armor, armor or anything worth a damn? Like little, I know it's all. They have like little wooden shields and um, simple like leather armor. Does any one of them have like a, cro- a shoulder pauldron, leather shoulder pauldron, like cross strap? Yeah. I want to take that. Skeletons. Well, and it's adjustable. Well, I understand it's goblin size. We'll get to that. And then the ogre, ogre is just wearing like hides and stuff, right? Yeah, and a crop top. Yeah, on the hides or anything, is anything like uh, pelts look worth worthy? Like they're not like super filthy, like one might have been a new addition. Um, yeah, I'd say you were able to probably find a like a deer pelt that's you know the whole deer basically that he's using as part of his pants. Yeah, I'm going to take that, too. I'm going to take that, too. If we're taking a short rest, I want to maybe... What was that? So, um, while they're doing that, and we're taking a rest, I want to be... Want to what? Make tea. Make tea. Make tea. He's Got making it. his tea. Okay, there we go. Gotcha. All right. Jeepers. It's very difficult to hear what you're saying. So Briar is going to take some of the rations, take the spice pouch. Um, yeah, any other type of, I'm trying to think, do we, do, I think there might have been vegetables left, so maybe she'll chop some vegetables into it. Um, and she makes a very, very, very tasty meal out of the rations. Alright, it's delicious. Alright, Juvie, do, using some Alore root, go ahead and make a wisdom check. Would you like for someone to have given you guidance on your check? I'd love some guidance. There's a lot of people here who can cast that, so. I feel like Azriel might, but she kind of like is just like. Don't die. Not so much on the, I want you to make great tea, but then the, like, I actually need you to be alive, so I'm going to give you guidance. Part of uh, what I'm doing for, just, you know, is I want to see if I can scry on our um, tentacly friend and see what he's up to. All right, so 
I would, I would say that, that would be a good reason for someone to give you guidance. Yeah. All right. You can have it. Careful D4. staring into the abyss. Sometimes it stares back. <laughs> I remember to get all my weapons when I ran out of the room. Correct. Yeah. Okay. No, you lost everything. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm getting in that room if that's the case. Like I, I dropped my dagger. And you yeeted a, a javelin or two, I think. Alright, so if you go ahead and roll your D4. I don't care about that, but I did use my dagger for the first time. Alright, that gets you to a 9. So it's just a... Straight roll. Oh, wait. Did you... You're proficient with herbalism kits? Who? Not provision with herbalism. No. Provision with only root. So, uh, roll out on the um, added proficiency. Got it. Okay. Well, is there any way, any way I can like see him doing it? Because I am proficient. Kind of like, whoa, that's too much water. Ooh. It's too much heat. Because oh. um, I have my herbalism kit could, and I am proficient with him, it. I would, I would say, yeah. So, herbal, proficiency with herbalism kits allows you to do the check with advantage. Um, so, I would say, sure, that if you were helping him as help, then he could he have would, advantage on the check. He'd be sitting right in front of me doing it. I'd look at it and be like, well, you're about to mess that up. You gotta... It's too much he water. He did get knocked pretty hard like five minutes ago, so. Yeah, he he was unconscious yeah. for a while, so. My inner caduceus is coming out. You can't ruin the tea. Alright, so that'll be 14. I believe that is another success. Go ahead and make your constitution saving throw for imbibing the tea. You kind of, you like, you drink it and you start just feeling queasy and sick. You are unfortunately poisoned. Go ahead and roll a d4. Alright. You're gonna feel ill for a little while. Your body is still kind of like waking up from the shock of, of you know, getting psychically blasted. You know, five minutes ago. Alright, so if you guys would like to take a short rest, now is the time to do it. I thought we were sleeping here. Yeah, we agreed to a long rest okay. here. There we go. Everyone go ahead and do your take your long rest. Uh, what is the watch quarter? And what are you guys doing for those of you taking watch? I'm taking the first one. We can take the second one. We have Javid do the last four hours, right? So 
So once Javid sleeps or go meditates for like four hours, he's good to go. So it's just me and Azrael while everybody else hunkers down. Right, and I don't. I think I got distracted. I didn't cover it. Uh, Dimitari, you were trying to see if Casimir had ill intent. As far as you could tell, he was... He's just excited, I guess. He's got something new, what he was looking for. But... Alright. It's hard to read him exactly in terms of like what his, his objective is. The uh, night is, or to the best of your knowledge, it is most likely night. Uh, but it is quiet. Occasionally, out of the hole into the underdark, you can hear distant echoes and, and splashes and other noises come through, but you never see anything. Uh, a few hours after you guys began your walk, uh, the torch finally, like, kind of flares away and, and disappears, and it just is fully darkness beyond the edge of your little hole. Um... While I'm on my watch and everybody else is sleeping, I want to cut a strip off of that deer hide and take my dagger out, wrap the deer hide around the hilt of the dagger, and as I'm holding it, I'm just going to keep casting shocking grasp into the handle of the dagger to char the deer hide into place with the rest of the handle that's in it. Basically, like, caramelize it and tar it in place. Okay. You, like, sear the hide into place and it's like this you know thick handle now for the dagger still dirty still got blood on it from the mind slayer and i put it back in its sheath um also does the torch go out on my watch You had the first watch, right? Or yeah, the first one. The second one, so I think that was Ezreal. Yeah, it'd be mine. That's okay, I like the dark, so. It's dark there now. Unless you guys are. You guys have, like, the little uh, fire that you made. That's about yeah, it. there would be, like, small embers and stuff. Briar would be able to like the, the drift globe at will. Yeah, but she probably turned it off when she went to sleep. Sure. Alright. You finish the rest of your long rest, and it is relatively uneventful. You're well rested and ready to depart. Casimir kind of hops up and. Alright, um. Let's head back. Lead the way. Definitely. Suits me just fine. Can you take a long rest on Briar's? I can't do that on hers. Just so she knows she when she comes back.
So while everybody's getting ready, there's one other thing I want to do while everybody's, like, milling about. Additionally, all of you are going to be level 5 at the end of this session. Hell yeah. Woohoo! And I think... Uh, actually, yeah, go ahead. Um, Anna. Well, while everybody's getting ready, I'm going to be pulling goblin bodies to the hole. Right. And tossing them down the hole. Unless anybody, like, so chooses to stop me. But I'm just working them that way. Casimir's just watching. I got, I'm like, a very, like... The, uh... Go ahead. I got, like, a very, like, need-to-get-this-done face-on, too. Like, it's important to me. Like, I'm just, like picking up bodies and, like, hooking them over the edge. All right. And uh, once you've done that, um, toss a rope down, climb down, and um, check the satchels and see if they've got anything more interesting than just rations. I mean, we already tossed the go goblins. Right. All the Goblin down there. Saddles. He's talking about all the bags that we saw when oh. I threw the torch down there. Oh, the, okay. The, the okay. Um, all right. Go, uh, Onyx, can I get you to give me an athletics check? Absolutely. You're able to throw all five of the goblins over the edge while everyone else is getting ready. Uh, Javid, as this is happening, you can tie off the rope uh, that you have and descend into the darkness. When you get to the bottom, you note that there is only one satchel remaining. Well, that is surprising. Uh, and the, uh, the goblin that had been tossed down the night before? The one that tossed himself? Yeah. It eared himself. Uh, it's still there. <coughs> um... Can I see uh, tracks or sign to give me an idea of, of uh, who or what might have carried them off? It gotten footprints in the, uh, the chasm or... An uh, investigation check at disadvantage. Actually, I got super good survival. It's one of my expertises. Yeah, go ahead and give, give me a survival. It is at disadvantage, though. You're in the dark. Are you using any kind of light? Hey, tell You guys hear his echoing voice request a torch. I'm in 
my like martial arts routine so i'm not even near it and there's no way she would stop mid martial arts routine to stop anything so she continues with her martial arts routine i dropped the burnt torch down there well that's the one we, the one we had from last night well the one last night was at the bottom you guys tossed it down there. oh okay we set up like so i don't have a torch I think I'm awake. Yeah, um, to, uh, to that torch. All right, illuminate the torch. Go ahead and do a survival check. It was a twenty enough to get the ogre over the side. No. Not for want of trying, though. Unfortunately, Javid does not appear to be any sign what took the bags. You note that the water does kind of like splash up to the edge and recede. It has waves. Alright. Be willing to bet there's something spooky down in the in water. I'm just going to grab the remaining satchel and cl clamber back up. A few moments later, Javid climbs back over the edge and deposits the last remaining satchel from below. In is it like Say again. Say it I expect rations and climbing equipment. He expects climbing and rashing and rations. Uh, this one contains a tinderbox, a torch, uh, five candles, and a bedroll. Uh, it's it's uh -huh. a regular like you know like backpack uh, traveling. Pack, basically. I kind of wipe my hands off with a piece of cloth that I tore from one of the goblins' shirt, getting the blood off of it, and I throw that over the edge. Is everybody ready to go? Get out of here. Yeah, let's go. All right. Uh, so if you guys are heading back through the mines and the caves, uh, can I get stealth checks, uh, perception checks from you guys? I'm moving out ahead of me locked. Classic kitty stealth check on that one, though. You're very loud. As is Dimit I guess I'm scroggy. Yeah. Your party is not quiet. You guys are stumbling over rocks and, like, knocking things and, and echoing noises through. Javid, as you're traveling like ahead in the darkness, uh, the only thing you can hear is the party behind you coming up your rear. There's, You don't see or hear anything else, but that's the only thing that you're noticing. 
the uh, seven of you kind of wind your way back in reverse through the cave, passing does through your sights. Look any different as we're going? Like, does it look like anything has changed in the night we rested? Not that you notice. Everything seems. Yeah, pretty much everything is, as far as you can tell, the way that you left. Um, takes you a little while, why about an hour or so, to get back to the surface. Because uh, you kind of have to you go one way and then another, and you're like, oh, everything looks a little bit different in reverse. But you do make it back to the surface, and as you approach Onyx, the air, you note it has this particular energy to it. And as each one of you comes out of the cave, there are gray clouds overhead. In the distance, you hear the dull rumble of thunder. And I think that's where we're going to stop. So I hope you guys had fun. Just an immediate note is I look severely uncomfortable with the situation. Like I'm just happy to take a deep breath of fresh air. Like... I'm like twitchy and looking around and like ears doing the whole like thing like Is your hair like standing up on on like you know you know how like a cat like their hair kind of stands up and they're Yeah, like the mane is poofing a little bit, the nostrils flare. Like it's like noticeable immediately. And uh Javid had gotten comfortable being uh Invisible in the dark and not happy to be out in the in the bright sunlight. Or uh, I should say cloudy. It's overcast, right? It is very overcast, yes. Was Casimir playing with that thing the whole time? The little rock thing we found? Okay. Uh, in fact, you would have not seen him play with it at all after he was done messing with it previously. Alright, hope you guys had fun. And- we he will. asked us to take him to Tolvar's Deep, right? Tolvar Deep. Tolvar Deep, okay. And that's where we got the assignment from the Fortune Hunters? Correct, I believe, yep. Okay. The City of Dwarves. Alright. 